Hi, and welcome back to Dating Funnies. Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. Hope everyone's having a nice and wonderful holiday season. Maybe you've met someone recently and you're trying to figure out what to buy them for Christmas. Good for you. Me, on the other hand, yeah, I don't have that challenge. Anyway, I thought I would just kind of ramble on a little bit today about different things dancing around in my head. I had one uh, listener email me and I mentioned to him that I was kind of going into hermit mode, getting off the dating site platforms. And they asked, well, does that mean you're not going to be doing your podcast anymore? And I thought about that for a moment and I thought, well, no, there's always something that comes up in my world that'll always add to the mix. Dating, dating blunders, dating thoughts, you know, so that's what I'm going to share with you a little bit today. I think one of the funniest things, uh, or interesting things that happened to me this last week, I met a lady several years ago at a wine tasting event that was hosted by a vendor. We hit it off, had a good time that evening, and we agreed to go on another date. We went on a date, and she was just kind of rude and condescending, and I kind of scoffed it off, and then invited her out again, and she did the same thing to me again. And we were made friends on Facebook, and we're kind of in the same industry and she comments periodically on Facebook postings that I put in there and most of my postings on Facebook is they just you know re resend funny things or things I think are funny on Facebook but out of the clear blue she called me and then texted me was invited me to a holiday party that she was having with her company and wanted me to come because she was thinking about me and thinking about the conversations we had and she really misses that well this was like five years ago it's like what the hell so i politely declined it's well thanks i appreciate that but yeah no i'm not interested in that hope you have a great holiday season but yeah what uh, i'm not interested and it made me pause just for a little bit not really attracted to her she had a great smile back in the day i'm not really attracted to her now because i heard an old saying many years ago that you know beauty is skin deep but ugly is all the way to the bone and i learned so much about that through all my dating life and all these years and it it also reminded me a time when my mom she had met a, a lady i dated for a few years and she told me she says, son you should marry that woman and i remember looking at my mom of course the girlfriend wasn't there at the moment and the first thing that popped into my head was you know mom all that glitters is not gold because that lady too on the surface anybody on the outside looking at that we were a great couple but her core was terrible the way she treated her friends the way she treated her kids how she talked bad about people behind their backs and that's kind of what this other lady did and I don't like to have to be looking over my shoulder worrying about what they might be saying about me I have a saying and I think it plays out all the time and I'm probably guilty of it as well but you know when you're in traffic freeways wide open and someone's right on your bumper whether you're in the slow lane or the fast lane they're right on your bumper and I chuckle because I eventually just kind of get out of the way and I say you know what they do in one thing they do in all things and so that always seems to be the pattern if they're lying they're cheating they're talking bad about other people is that not who they are so I thought that was kind of interesting and then again I'm going to bring up this sore subject, 
and I don't mean to offend people with this, but this vaccination thing that we have going on in the world, I find it interesting that California is mandating all these vaccination things, a mask, for another 30 days. And, you know, I, I subscribe to wearing a mask. It, it kind of makes me feel comfortable. It makes others feel comfortable. And I want to, I want the businesses to stay open. But I, I find it interesting that California is mandating it, except for the city of San Francisco gets an exemption. Kind of like the federal postal workers get an exemption. The Congress people, the senators, they get an exemption. You know, either we're going to do this or we're not. And if we're going to make exemptions for other people, then what's really going on? It, it just doesn't make any sense. And when people say, well, I don't want to date anyone unless they're vaccinated. Well, there's concerns on both sides of the aisle. People are vaccinated or getting sick. People are not vaccinated or getting sick. Someone like me, I've had COVID. Just had it about two or three months ago. My immune system is now, it's good. I feel good. My family feels good. You know, I'm not i am not overly concerned. I'm still cautious because I don't know what's real, what isn't real. That's the problem with all these exemptions and misinformation for whether it's from the left or from the right. You know, I'm not going to, I'm just trying to get information like the rest of us so I can get on with whatever time I got left in my life and to meet someone and date but it's so problematic I'd be curious to know what you folks are dealing with what your challenges are and how are you working around those challenges what can we do I mean I don't know what to do so I'm just I'm just perplexed and that's part of the reason why I talked about going into hermit mode because you know what's the point of being on these dating sites and paying for them and no one wants to meet they're especially where I'm at in the Seattle market they're scared to death to go meet if you're over the age of 50, whereas people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, they're, hey, let's go meet. Let's go have a cup of coffee. We'll put on a mask on, and as soon as we get past the threshold of the restaurant, we'll take it off because COVID knows to stay outside and not come indoors. But we all seem to be comfortable with that. So why not go meet? So I don't understand what the, the challenge is here in Seattle with women 50 and older. But that's my, that's my headache. Now, here's something to think about. I'd be curious to know what others have to say here. Up here in my Seattle area, the weather's been kind of cold. Now, it isn't Midwestern cold. It isn't, you know, Minnesota cold. It's just cold for us. One of the little songs that go off in my head periodically is, Baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. I never really knew the lyrics to the whole song. I mentioned to a friend of mine, and he says, you know, that song is about rape. And I'm like, get out of here. No, it's not. Oh, yes, it is. My daughter, she's 20, said a couple years ago that that song was all about rape. And I just thought that was so odd. So I talked to a couple other people in different generations, and they're like, yeah, kind of heard somewhere along the line that the song was about rape and it's because there's one line in there now that I've downloaded the lyrics it said something well when the lady asked what would you put in my drink what's funny about that is that you not funny but what's interesting about that is that the people that wrote that song in the 1940s was actually a married couple. And I guess back in the day in the 40s, that was the joke between men and women. Hey, what'd you put in my drink? Up to that one line, it was just basically a conversation of a man trying to convince a woman to spend the night. Do we not do that all the time when we're out dating? Trying to encourage them. Hey, why don't you come on over? I'll make you dinner. I'll open up a bottle of wine. 
God, it's a shame that you have to to leave now. I mean, I had one lady show up at my house one time at 11 o'clock at night, and we sat and talked to her three, four in the morning. And she was offended that I kind of made a move on her. And I thought, well, why, you know, why did she, she come over? But when she said, no, I'm not interested in that, I said, okay, well, I was, but if you're not, that's okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with respecting people's boundaries. But this whole thing with baby as cold as I said actually became a problem or a thing of concern in 2005 from all the research I've done because of all the different movements that we've had. So I'd be curious to know what you folks think about that song. I mean, there's things that they did in the 40s, 50s, and 60s that we don't do anymore. I get it. I mean, it's a totally different world today than it was back then. But are we going to cancel everything out there to where we just got to walk down the street with our mouths shut and become like robots? Seriously? And why don't we do a little bit more due diligence on our own and see what is real, what isn't real, whether it's a book, a magazine, or a song that was written 40, 50 years ago. I'm sure we could go through all the Beatles songs and the Rolling Stones songs and you know, all those songs back in the 60s, 70s, 80s and make something out of each, every one of those and what's wrong with those. But rap music is okay. Really? Where they actually, in rap music, for most of it, it's all about the gangster life, degrading people, men and women. I mean, holy cow, but that's okay. Yeah, I'd love to hear some more thoughts on that. I'm just, I'm just I'm perplexed by this this whole thing. So now I have to be careful about saying, it's cold, baby, it's cold outside, but I won't. So how about this? Just a question. What? How do you feel about second chances? For me... Whenever someone does me wrong, if I'm in a relationship, I'll try to talk it out with them. And if they're not going to change the way their behavior is, then, then I'm out. And I'm more so today than I was when I was in my 40s and 50s, where I'd keep pushing the rock forward, hoping that we can have a better alignment on thought process and behaviors. Only at the end of the road, it, it didn't work, and it shouldn't have worked at all. But I had a guest speaker on here many, many months ago where she got married, they had a kid, and they couldn't get things sorted out properly. They got divorced. He went his way. She went her way. They, She'd gotten uh, married, I think, one more time, maybe a couple more times. She had a couple relationships along the way, had another kid, and he went on, got married, did his thing. And then many years later, he reached out to her to see how she was doing and they reconnected. She went ahead and agreed to meet him for a drink. And as she said in the podcast here, that you know she was nervous. She didn't know what to expect, what he'd really look like, or anything. And so they reconnected. And they've been dating for two plus years. And they just got married. Is it possible to to reconnect with someone and make it work? I guess. It, could but it has to really come off the platform of an open line of communication and how many people are willing to really work at that to make it happen it that her whole situation has just made me pause should i be more lenient out of the gate although i agree that if you're lying out of the gate it's not going to get any better if i'm dating you and you're and you're out and we've decided it's an exclusive relationship and you go out and have sex with somebody else and I find out about it later as far as I'm concerned the relationship's over now if you come to me and say hey look I want to have an open relationship I want to be able to date other people and you can't too then that's a decision we both get to make 
So, okay, that works for me. Then there's there's no surprises, right? And I get when you're first starting to date someone, you're not exclusive. So you, you have no expectations, but you still should have an open line of communication. So, you know, if I'm dating someone, I'm sure they want to know, are you sleeping with seven other people at the same time, right? So... I think that's one thing that keeps getting lost is we don't have these open lines of communication. I don't know if we're afraid that we're going to offend someone we're, and th therefore they're going to disappear. <laughs> we're going to be sitting home alone again. What do you think? What, what are your thought processes on that? And how do you feel? I've always been told, I've always, and I've run into this situation several times where I've actually dated someone that was going through a divorce, just recently got divorced, just had a death, just broke up. And then the, Everything's fine for a while, and then all of a sudden it goes south. You know, we call those rebound relationships. Are there any successes with rebound relationships? I don't know of that many. There's pain along the way because then they're comparing you to the past relationship, even though you got, you're nothing like that relationship. They're bringing all that anger, frustration, and grief into the new relationship with you, but yet they're holding you accountable for another relationship that you had no part of. Would you be part of a rebound relationship? Are you a rebound person at going out and trying to date people that have been on their own for a while? I ask these questions because it's, it's made me stop and think, Would you, am I giving up too soon? Is that why I'm constantly single? Is, is, should I give people a second chance? Or should I just continue to do what I'm doing? It's a valid question we should all ask ourselves. And I don't know enough of her situation why they felt they could make it work, except she talked about it in my podcast about them doing the work. They were mature enough to do the work. They were mature enough to have conversations about the work that they know they needed to do in order for it to work. And good for them. They didn't rush into it. They actually dated for the last couple of years to make sure they're working on all the proper things. I'm just curious. I'm just you know, asking away today. It's, a, it's Sunday before Christmas. Nice sunny day here in Seattle. And, you know, I don't, I don't have too many date meetings coming up, although I've got uh, Talkify reached out to me again, and they've got someone down in the Phoenix market that's looking for someone. So we'll see if they end up coming back after the first of the year, and we'll have a Zoom dating calls. I'd be open to Phoenix only because I own a house down in the Phoenix area. But uh, if it's outside of that, then I would probably say no. And then I'm going to end this podcast today with, it's interesting, I met a lady many years ago off of Craigslist Personals. We dated for, I don't know, four or five months. Nice lady. Although she brought her baggage to the table from a unique and kind of an abusive marriage that she had. And we enjoyed some time together, but then her behavior started showing up, and it all had to do with her past experiences with her ex-husband. And she was always shocked that I always wanted to go do this, go do that. Let's go to movies. Let's go to comedy. Let's go to this live entertainment place. Let's go to this jazz festival. Let's go to the horse races. Because her ex-husband never took her anywhere. So I, she said, well, I've never done that before. I'm like, really? I mean, she's in her mid-50s. Hadn't done this, hadn't done that. And I'm always busy trying to do things. You know, I'm always up for going to meetups where there's live music, sit in grass and listen, bring your own food. And just she, He wasn't taking her either. She, he left her at home. But what's fascinating, is, and she and I haven't dated for over eight years. She was around when my grandson was first born. 
and then we ended the, the dynamic. We even tried to do the friends with benefit things, and that worked for a little while, but she felt detached from it, so therefore she said, yeah, that just really doesn't work for me. And one of the things that always bugged me about her was that she was single, single as could be that I could that I know of, but yet she would never spend the night. She lived alone. She would never spend the night. And I had another lady I dated that I ended uh, ended up with her three years ago, whereas she can only see me Monday through Friday during the day. Wasn't available at night, wasn't available to spend the night, and wasn't available on the weekends. Oh, really? Well, that's not what I was looking for. And I told my son about this. And he's like, she's married. Why isn't she available at night? Why isn't she available during the weekend, when you call her, how come she doesn't pick up the phone? She only does text messaging. And, you know, he, he was probably right. And uh, the, so, you know, to me, is like, I wouldn't want to revisit that at all. But this lady here, where actually we've been for the last, I don't know, last six or seven years, met every year for a holiday drink. And we're going to meet again this coming up Tuesday to go have a holiday drink, just to check in, say hi. We're not intimate. We don't have any plans of being intimate. But it's kind of nice and refreshing to know that, hey, you know, I haven't burned every bridge I've run across. And I hope you haven't either, too. I mean, there's just some things you just don't mix well together. But if you can get a friendship out of it along the way, even if it's just, you know, we, we send birthday wishes to each other when they come up during the year. And we meet once a year for a Christmas drink. And it's a, more of a holiday drink. She's Jewish. I'm not. But it's kind of fun. I'm kind of looking forward to at least sitting and chatting with her and get caught up with things in her life. And she's got a couple of kids. Daughter's pregnant, so she got a grandbaby on the way. Son's finally doing good and what he's he's aspiring to do. So it's always kind of nice. And I've sent her pictures of my grandkids, and she's just shocked at the difference between then when the first grandchild was born and what they look like today. So it's always kind of fun to have someone at least share things with that you've met along the way so with that i really don't have much more i don't have any real upcoming dates because this next week is christmas so the question i would have for each and every one of you are you on santa's nice list or are you on santa's naughty list i'm hoping i yeah, i'm on his naughty list you know i'm a nice guy but you know i got a naughty side to me for sure anyway merry christmas happy holidays hope you're able to spend time with your friends and family and all your loved ones and that each and every one of you are healthy and prosperous and hopefully i'll have another podcast or two between now and the new year as of right now don't have any new year date plans typically i just stay home on new year's eve anyway because i don't like being out on the streets late at night if people are going to be out driving and drinking. So I have no New Year's Eve plans. If you have some unique plans, that's great. Good for you. You're going to go out and bring in the new year. And let's hope that the new year is far better than the last two years, eh? All right. Enough of me rambling. Take care. Thanks again for listening to Dating Funnies. You can always email me at D-A-T-I-N-G-F-U-N-N-I-E-S at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.